Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 28 and 29 of Winter's Heart, news in a cloth sack, and another plan. Enjoy! This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, this is welcome, first- welcome. What? Oh, who's what? that sexy guy in the tie? Yeah, I know. It's the what? first time he's been in a tie on. <laughs> I know. That's the you've seen. It's been a minute. Did you have court today? <laughs> no. Usually that's the reason. Yeah, um, he's still on this side. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Welcome to season nine, episode 13 of The Will Reads. Let's go. I can't, I can't even get a word in with this tie. It's just distracting. Um, a pocket tie. A pocket tie. There you go. Sounds good. As I'm wearing my bacon shirt, it's, you know, it's, it's all oh, fancy. Yeah. Bacon bash. Bacon. Yeah. So, how's everyone doing tonight? Good, good. Excellent. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Good to hear. Good to hear. I love the word excellent. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. So, um, announcements. Let's get into that real fast. In case you missed it, Water Holiday was last weekend. We did uh, do a hour long Water Fortune. So that was fun. Um, it was. If you missed it, go watch at least our go, hour. Yeah, go back. I got robbed. Yeah. You lost. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> I was too afraid to spin the wheel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun time. We had, we had good times. Uh, but go check it out if you haven't checked it out. We'll be doing uh, officially season two of The Water Fortune. We'll start up in sometime in January. Once we get past Christmas. I'm not even thinking mm. about it yet. So. We got that. Um, and then other than that, I guess we're coming close to the end of the books as, as this book as well. So yeah, we'll have to do a live record at some point. I know it's the holidays too. So we'll figure that out and there'll be a live reaction probably to the last chapter uh, of this book. Mm-hmm. Our last, last chapters. So. so something exciting happens. Maybe Moraine comes back. Yes. Who I've been waiting on Moraine who? <laughs> which one is that <laughs> which one oh okay oh yeah, the chick that chick that died in book five yeah oh if we're, we're in book nine dude it's been books literally books <laughs> anyway um yeah so we do have a special guest with us tonight we have uh default ran from the twitter of time world uh i guess x of time. What, what do we call it it's still twitter time i still call it twitter. it's always going to be twitter it's always going to be Twitter. I don't care what Elon Musk says. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, welcome. Welcome to the pod. Um, Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we, we, we at least I, I know they don't because they're not allowed to really look at anybody's stuff. I enjoy yeah. the content on Twitter because of spoilers. We, 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 I keep them locked in a basement all the time and I let them like, I give yeah. them breadcrumbs and let them like, yeah. here's this little bit going on. I th- I he does let us work. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> 
Somebody has to, right? Some, some that that might be the hardest part of our pace. We always talk about what's hard about going so slow. I think the hardest part, Chris, is knowing that there's this whole other world of people that are yeah. able to talk freely about everything they think about all the books all the time, and we can't touch that world yeah. at all. It's that in combination with all the people that are listening slash like on the the different discords and this, that, mm-hmm. and the other. Yeah, who are like they know we can interact a little bit, but yeah, not. Yeah. Not the way these guys can freely go around everywhere and just. And then I drag him to Jordan Con and stuff like that to make torture even more. (laughs) Even worse. (laughs) Yeah. And it's worse because, again, everybody knows who we are. So you step in a room and everybody looks at you and they're like, get Get out. (laughs) Yep. Uh, it's great. It's even that way with the Cosmere, too. It's like, wait a second. They they sometimes do that content. Get out. Yeah. Yep. Good deal. Well, tell us a little bit about your about yourself, your your connection to the Wheel of Time, your uh, Twitter experience. Tell us, tell us yeah, a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Who are you? Who am I? Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I I was uh, chatting with Alan before we went live, and uh, just letting him kind of in on how I found the series. Uh, just you know, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and couple channels i follow and daniel green was one of those uh, a couple years ago and i heard him talk about the wheel of time and and i couldn't tell you maybe maybe it was because i i you know lived in canada i was born and raised and grew up in canada i'd never heard of this series before it never come across anything i'd seen and you know i'm pretty fairly well read in the fantasy genre so again i'm not sure how that happened but um i had never yeah. even heard of these books you live in so, you blur the well, light. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I went out and I, I, I picked up the first copy. I picked up a copy of Eye of the World, and I read through that in probably about five, six days. Like I, I was hooked pretty quickly. Um, nice. And then I ordered like the the box set from Amazon because I don't do anything small. Um, right. I, I basically read the entire series in about four or five months, I, somewhere around there. Um, so, uh, you know, shortly after that, I had, uh, again, through Daniel Green, I'd found that uh, there was this slowly building uh, community on Twitter uh, of people just talking about the books and, and talking very excited about the upcoming show. Because it was right around that time that they had announced that uh, they were making the show. Um, so, I mean, you know, a couple of days after I had joined Twitter, uh, they announced uh, the Rosamund casting. So that was kind of a big deal and it was big to walk into. Um, so that's kind of how it all started. And, you know, there's a, was a, a kind of thing with the, with the, the handle. Um, basically, <laughs> there was a billion mats on Twitter and, you know, 300 logins. Mm-hmm. It was nobody role playing, I guess, is the term. Uh, Rand and and there was nobody for everybody to pick on or, or you know, so it kind of just happened that way and and here we are some four years later, um, and I've kind of been stuck with this this handle uh, ever since. Even though you know the role playing is kind of out the window, but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's it's been a wild ride. I mean, um, you know for. Just for giggles, uh, I started that countdown or the count up of asking the the show to announce the season two release date. I got to 448 <laughs> days before. Um, and again, I mean, you know, some people took that way too seriously. And it was like, guys, like, I just happened to remember every day to post this thing. Like, I mean, I'm not 
I wasn't like expecting anything. I had zero expectations of of what that was gonna end up being. But uh, yeah, you know, it got it got it went on a little wild ride there. So. Yeah. yeah, it was, you know. And, and some people would tell would tell me that I'd get this message like, "Hey, are you okay? You haven't posted it yet today." And it's like, <laughs> guys, like just you know, driving home from work. Like, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll get to it. So, um, yeah, that was fun. And and it's just uh, it's it's been weird because you know as as this com- as this thing grew. It, it it to an extent it got a little out of hand. Like there's a lot going on. There's a, it's really hard to keep up with everything that's happening on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, I mean that's pretty much me. I'm I'm newly uh, American. We moved to the U.S. Uh, a couple months ago. Um, okay. So you know it's well, a bit of a change in the life, but uh, here we are. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, it's a lot of commitment to do 400 some odd days of posting every single day. I think I did it for about 100 days during COVID where I posted on our Discord every day. It's quarantine day again with Bill Murray from Groundhog Dead. Right. Um, yeah. And I posted that every morning I'd wake up. The first thing I'd do is just post it's quarantine day again. And I did that until the CDC kind of announced that it was we weren't quarantined anymore. It was a long time. Right. It wasn't four hundred days, but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't four hundred days. <laughs> but I did that for for quite some time. So I I feel your pain because I there was times where I didn't want to post. <laughs> like exactly. Joke. But I'm gonna. Well, keep that's going. A, that's that's kind of what what I meant. Like I mean, it got to a point where you know yeah. a year into it. And people were taking it way too seriously. Like, I mean, saying stuff like, oh, the show better acknowledge you. And it's like, guys, like, I, I, it, I don't care. Like, I mean, it's, it's a post on Twitter. I mean, everybody yeah. just take a yeah. breath. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it would be was, neat if they gave you a shout out, but yeah. <laughs> and then they did. I mean, it was technically not, a, but whatever. I mean, it was, it was really yeah. cool to see Josh, uh, Yosha, Yosha mm-hmm. respond to my tweet with that little announcement for, yeah, the he did a little season. video and, mm-hmm. So that was cool. that was kind of cool, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, again, I mean, you know, it's it's just uh, it's been a blast being a part of this and seeing where it's come from. I mean, you guys have done the awards, I think, two years now. Um, yeah, we did the Twitter Time Awards two years. I haven't done it this year, and I'm still debating. And it's been timing wise because everything's yeah. been insane in my life, and it takes a whole lot of work to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> so I might still do it. It's just uh at, at some point. Uh really I just need to get my committee back together and get everybody, all the other people that are behind the scenes on that. If we're going to do it, I need yeah. help. So it's uh um, yeah, but that's what I mean. It's it's, <laughs> it's 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 a lot. Even even just, you know, a lot of people I I've heard it been said before, you know, podcasters and and sure. Know, youtubers or content creators but i mean putting it sounds corny but putting stupid jokes on on twitter is is content like i mean it it is it takes time and and effort to make these memes and and come up with these stupid jokes and and get into twitter battles with dane bornhold and you know what i mean it's 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 time consuming to say the least (laughs) sure Sounds good. Well, uh, one thing we always do really quickly too is per- sometimes not so quickly is personal life. What's going on with us? Uh, in my world, nothing's going on at all. Um, I can't even remember what we did. I went to a kid's birthday party. I, I, nothing's going on in my life right now. Getting ready for Christmas. That's it. Anything going on with you guys? Uh, in house court. Uh, I had a hilariously <laughs> awkward moment at work. <clears throat> uh, everybody had to come in today because they did some big announcement that we're going to be a little less on telework, which, you know, is fine. We all saw that coming. Got to yeah. go back eventually. 
But uh, one of the one of my female coworkers that I've only run into a couple of times because our schedules haven't really linked up. She she looks at me and she goes, "Something is there something different about you? Because I know we've met, but you just look different." <laughs> and jokingly but seriously, I told her I was like, "Well, it's gotten colder, so two things have happened. I don't go running every day, and it's crockpot season, so I'm about 15 pounds heavier than when we first met." And she got totally embarrassed, and she went. Oh my God, that's it. Like your face <laughs> a little rounder. She's like, I feel so bad. I was like, it's okay. It's fall. I'm not going to the pool. I'm not going to the beach. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep like, my temperature down in the condo here at like 76, save some money. I need that belly fat. 76 or 67? 67. 67. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, if you got a 76. Yeah, keep it down. Lord. Keep it down to 76. What are you, a lizard? <laughs> But uh, anyways, no, she was apologizing all day after that. I was like, it's okay. She's like, but I'm in a positive positivity. And I'm like, I am positive that I'm 15 pounds heavier than when I first started working here. Like, I recognize that in me, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> Come springtime, you're going to hear me complaining about how I need to drop 20 pounds. It's every year. That's, yeah. This is my cycle. Once that crock pot is on the counter permanently, forget about it. <laughs> yeah. It's big boy season. You could just mess with her and like maybe think she had dementia or something like that. I got, I have clients that are like that. Um, I'm not gonna talk too much about work, but I had a lady come in the other day and uh, and she's like, she's like, I've never met you before. I was like, and I said her name. I was like, yes, we have. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Sign here for me to have control over all of your assets. <laughs> <laughs> no. Chris, what about you? Do you watch anything cool? You want, you saw Napoleon, right? Did you, I did, so did you just sorry. make your cat do a backflip? <laughs> he was like, oh, he's calling on me. <laughs> I saw the cat go flying out of your hands. <laughs> Chris, what? <laughs> Throws the cat. <laughs> sorry. Is the cat okay? <laughs> so Oscar has multiple nicknames. He, we call him Fat Cat because he eats literally everything. <sighs> He's not a dumpster diver or anything like that. He doesn't go for stuff that's not his. But the minute you give it to him, it's consumed. Oh, yeah. But then the other name he has is Flops. Because mm -hmm. he likes to run up to you and then just like flop, flop. On, his, on, on his back onto like your foot or onto the ground and roll around. You know, some cat happy cats do that, I guess. I guess. So special very special cats. The other thing is, is he, once he's on his back, especially with me, he likes to like do a little this thing like Paul and she's like hey oh, yeah. give me some attention yeah. yeah so then I just go at him and then all of a sudden it's the bunny kicks and he grabs onto my hand and I lift him up and <laughs> this time it just didn't he didn't <laughs> it was hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh good it's yeah, all in love yeah we saw two, two movies this weekend actually we saw Wish which was phenomenal if you have kids or even okay. if you don't you enjoy Disney Wish was a good one okay uh, we enjoyed it and then we saw Napoleon, and it was not quite what I wanted. Okay. I'll, I'll leave it. Well, there's a lot less revolution and a lot more love story. And if you yeah, know anything about it. I heard that. I haven't seen it, but I've heard that. A lot more about Josephine. It was, was Josephine. Yeah, Josephine, right? And it wasn't even like, it was just weird. Like, I don't even know how to put it. Like, I, I did not enjoy it, but I also didn't enjoy it. It was just like, eh. I fell asleep three times this movie, so. You know, Something can be really, nap. really good and still not meet your expectations and leave you feeling disappointed. And I think that's what Absolutely. it was. Like, I think, you know, the movie itself was a good historical reenactment or whatever you want to call it. 
as far as I know, because I don't know anything about Napoleon. Like, if, if it wasn't about war, I didn't study it. Like, Alan, I'm sure you would get some stuff out of it. You would enjoy it. I probably would. But I was expecting, like, especially, I'll tell you, I warned this much. The first scene, like, a horse gets blown to pieces. Like, I expected that the whole movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm in. Yeah, that's, they, that's what they set you up for. Be like, oh, that's where we're going. Yeah, like Chanel was like, oh Lord, I don't know about this. This is where we're going to be. And then all of a sudden, like it just flipped. And I'm like, what is this? So other than that, um, Christmas is in full effect here. As I can see, it's at Alan's house as well. Like we got the tree up, we got our our Santas out, we got our angels out, we got you know presents to wrapped and under the tree like got the krampus oh, just, uh, all <laughs> kinds are ready here that's the cats man i'm telling you they yeah. try to destroy christmas they try to get in the tree and they open try. the boxes and you know mm-hmm. yeah were well, you guys ready to start talking about some of are, anything you want to talk about rand do you want to call uh, you Rand? No. Our default yeah you can call me whatever you want to call me um, hey big you team. what my, my name my name is actually Vito, like the Godfather. Oh, so you know, okay. if that makes it easier, you can call me Vito. Um, I might accidentally now, spend the rest of the episode saying a bada bing. So I don't know if we should forget about it. But you do that so well too. <laughs> well, being Italian helps. Like you know, I mean, yeah, you, but you, you, you come to me with this on the day of my podcast. <laughs> so um yeah you know it, it's uh it's been a bit of a whirlwind like i said we just moved uh to indiana uh, a couple months oh. ago um we're just outside of indianapolis okay. and um it's a bit of a change I'm, I'm from a really big city so coming to something a little smaller is uh a little different so um bit of a change for that but uh yeah it's going well we're we're actually uh heading home uh for uh, the holidays going to visit my i still got all my family back home and so is my wife so okay. uh okay. yeah that's uh that's about it not a lot of christmas going on here but uh it will be when we get back home so okay cool yeah that'll be fun then yeah. sounds good all right chapter 28 guys you guys ready news we, um, 32 we're not at 32 or 28 <laughs> which one are we on i might have might have done too much <laughs> Who's <laughs> in a closet on sack? <laughs> I got a surprise that I keep in a sack for you, Chris. That's what we're gonna talk about all episodes. Mine is in a box. Uh, yeah, check your uh, check the private chat. What, was it, wasn't that the one that uh, made you lose on Saturday? By the way, oh, right in a box. Yeah. Are we gonna do like emotional damage? Emotional damage. <laughs> that tall man is. all right so news in a cloth sack um so we start pause a no tree holiday unless you make up for it by like putting together a really cool little like scene of some sort like at least get a charlie brown christmas tree like get a little stick from outside put one ornament on it and call it (laughs) Um, that That is acceptable yeah (laughs) well i'm gonna see if i can be mobile and not disconnect that works okay made of something packages we're gonna tour of, of ian's condo no it's still rough i haven't really put it together but i don't have the kids this christmas 
but I do have this little red truck with a tiny tree in it that we put some lights on it. I'm about to get a couple ornaments for that bad boy. There you you got to do a little something. Little, just a little, little bit. Just a little bit. Just and that's my... That's all she needs. The multiple TV set up for, Ooh. you know, watching football and playing Fortnite. Got to be able to have that happening. You know. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Back to news in a cloth sack. Yeah, uh, we might get through this episode tonight. Um, so uh, the morning after, from, uh, from last time we saw Matt, um, Matt promises to help Aes Sedai escape from, so the morning after he's promised Aes Sedai escape from Eredar. Um, Tylan informs them that she and Saroth are taking a trip by Torakin, and this is kind of Matt's opportunity. Tylan's going to be away. It's the perfect opportunity, so... Let's go ahead and get a plan going. At first, he was a little afraid he was going to have to go with her. He was like, oh. Mm. Yeah. But she's True. like, don't worry, Piglet. I'm going <laughs> to let you stay at home. I'm so, like, I really, I would like her a little bit better if she was not so demeaning. Like, it's one thing to come on strong to a guy and make him your your person. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to just, you know, dehumanize him. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't think anybody likes this aspect of this or this relationship at all because matt has like complete stockholm syndrome too um towards the end today anyway um so yeah um he escorts her down to the docks um tywin gives matt a his last kiss and a pat on the bottom and a pat on the bottom Pinch. and he's like right this is bitch i'm out <laughs> he, no 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 he waved as the ship went. He kept waving. Yeah. He kept waving. And when it broke the horizon, a single tear dropped. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I read that. Yeah. Okay. And I think Ian uh, lost his internet connection by moving his computer on too much. So he'll be back in a second. <laughs> um, uh, and there he is. See, look. I think it's hilarious that he went to work straight away. There was zero hesitation. Oh, yeah. He's like, and she's out. She's and actually got- run back to the palace. Yes. So yeah, Matt goes back to the palace, finds the old man Noel, who mm-hmm. Matt thinks is up to something. So what do you think about this Noel character? What do you think about him? He's gonna show us a whole new world. A whole yes. new world. Finally, we're getting we're back to talking about this place beyond the uh IEO waste, right? Isn't he the one who mentioned? Yeah, it? he does. Like he I, does. I was like, wow, that I hope there's really a place beyond the IO waste that we visit. And I hope it's half yep. as cool as he describes it as being. Like, or maybe it's sure. The same, <laughs> maybe it's the same place that we first met um, your fiance. Maybe you know, possibly. But yeah, so he also there's talk about uh, male channelers that can do their channeling without being broken. Yeah, they without without the taint on their body and or without going mad. Yeah, something okay. like that. Okay. Yeah, maybe he's there to help Brand out, but he has to go by way of Matt. Mm. He could be coming back looking for old familiar faces, and Matt just happened to be the first one that he ran into, and he recognizes not the Matt we know, but the Matt that Matt is becoming, which is the Matt that used to Matt. Matt was yeah. all of the Matt. What what, what what Whizzle? He's what got Wizzle's a lot of men inside of him. So, <clears throat> what, what yeah. was that? What's that video? Oh, I think that's that it, it sounds right. I think that's that's bang on. The mat yeah. that was the mat is yeah. now the, the mat was wuzzle. No, the mat the mat was. <laughs> yeah, but, no, yeah, but he's got to he's got to check the is for the was. 
for the exactly. even though we know it's not quite is was, but <laughs> when when it will, he was it. Perfect. And fuzzy wuzzy was it there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, and then Noel goes right into talking about some killings, and this gets even Matt more suspicious. Like, how do you know about all this? Like, like it's just. Matt's Matt's radar is up. He's just like, does oh, this gullum drink blood? Wink. I he knowingly. <laughs> there was a man found with his throat torn out last night. Only there was almost no blood on him or his bedding. It's kind of like a vampire. You know what it's like? You know what it's like? That's what it's like. Gollum. <laughs> I just love how it's just Gollum. Um, I know it's spelled differently, but it's, it's, yeah, it's no. the same thing. It's, it's same thing. <laughs> how do you not think that in your head when you read it? I mean, every time. Every time. Yeah. It's what I thought. Yeah. So, um, yeah, killed another man, drank all the blood apparently or something. Uh, Matt knows, of course, that he knows that they know that that's what Gollum's do. This is directly after he like confronted Matt. He's like, "You have the eyes of a person that's scheming. Like I know that you're I've creating a plan. Look. I've seen this look many a times. You know, throughout my days, you look like a man with a plan, and I want in. And literally, Matt had just been thinking about the Damani and how they dress and how he's gonna mimic them to get these uh, Suldam out, or what's that the right word? Like the, he, the Damani." The, Money, sorry. He was looking at you know, just like how am I supposed to get them out? Like he is literally going through a plan in his mind when he runs into this guy. So mm-hmm. he's, he's some terrible man. I don't, he's something. Yeah. He maybe he'll be kind of like a loyal-ish type character. Where like certainly there's some significant contributions, but more they're there to like, you know, kind of be along and observe. And yeah, yeah. And then uh, Noel goes to leave, and Matt turns around and sees the corner, like two on, just like, yeah. <laughs> just, just creeping. Sometimes it feels like somebody's watching me. <laughs> yeah, gives uh, gives gives Matt the shivers, like two on, just staring at him, like. Oh, I thought you had that uh, Ed Shireen clip here. Uh, the which one? I don't mean, giving me shivers. No, I don't have it. Dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I, I don't have that one. Sorry. Maybe maybe for next time, uh, if we ever yeah. talk about shivering again. Yeah. Um, we, can, we can cancel this and like reschedule because that kind of would have made the whole show. That <laughs> would put it all together. That's <sighs> why I'm here. I'm put sorry. a tie on for this. I failed. I failed. <laughs> <laughs> so after this, Matt sends for Lopin to get his clothes uh, and goes to find Julian. Um, uh, and I think Tom as well uh, to find Julian and Tom to kind of get together and be like, all right, here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So when Julian arrives, Matt notices he's extremely happy. Um, and Julian says he's just happy that Soroth is gone. We, we know what just happened mm-hmm. or what's about to happen. One of the two. Wait, he noticed he was happy or extremely happy? Extremely happy. Oh, yeah. So we know what he just did. Just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Matt realizes that women are are, women. Julian is interested in uh, must be one of uh, Sir Arthur Stockavell's 
Like so. Yeah. Like, and one that was left behind. Yeah, he puts two together. He's like, oh, <laughs> I get it. <sighs> yeah. Good. Good um, for him, though. Good for him. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Matt tells Julian that he needs uh, a Damani mm. dress to fit Jolene and three Sodom dresses and an Idom. And uh, Julian's Julian- answer, priceless. Uh, well, first Matt is like, and I figure who better to uh, acquire these things than a thief catcher? And so he says thief catcher and Julian's like, yeah, thief catcher, okay. not a thief. Huge <laughs> difference. Uh, <clears throat> so as this unfolds, so this kind of, I mean, I don't know the emotion. I guess it kind of cracks me up from Matt's perspective. And I also feel sorry for Julian. Like when push comes to shove, uh, emergencies, especially the leader of the group, whoever the leader is or leaders, you have to just look at capability, period. Like, and depending on how urgent it is, th- there might even be some morals that have to be set aside and you got to focus on capability and put the right people in the right place. Whereas, right. so he's he's right. Matt's assumption is right. And well, obviously you've studied people that have done this enough. Odds are you're probably good at doing it yourself. And we know you can yeah. sleek around towns and stuff like that. So Matt's right in his assumption. Yeah. But why is Julian a thief catcher? Why did he become one? Is it just for money? No, it's or, all, or was there? It's moral, and that's why it's there so was hard. some moral draw <laughs> to that profession. So this is a big ask of Julian, I think, and Matt might not realize it. But because then, it's taking Julian out of his character entirely, mm-hmm. right? The whole thing I've spent my whole life up until figuring out the world's about to end. I spent my whole life doing this one thing for good, and maybe a few bucks, right? But now yeah. I'm be now I have to do it, and. Damn it, he's right. I am good at it. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, to skip to skip forward a little bit, we'll get there. But you know, he, it's he a life. It. It's a life lesson for leadership, though, on Matt's part to pick the right person for the job, no matter whether or not they want to do it. I mean, or, or on the flip side, in the right take, moment. And on the flip side, take if there's time and opportunity, someone out of that position that is not right for that position. I mean, coaches do that all the time. When I coach sailing, we had to make those hard decisions and things like that. When I played basketball as a kid, that's why I paid left bench. It's because the coach realized <laughs> that <laughs> he recognized where you would shine. There's no shine in that bench, I, would, I would shine on the bench. Uh, and that's yeah. where I was. For he watched the way you laced your shoes up and he was like, nope. Nah, you could just sit down. <laughs> the two times I got to go in the game, either we're winning by a whole lot or we're losing by a whole lot. And the game was pretty much over already. And he's like, yep, Alan, you're in. All right. <laughs> Alan, the eternal optimist. Down by 40, 30 seconds left. Pass me the ball. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> it's gonna be this is gonna be it. Oh man. Oh man. All right. Um, so as all this is happening, some of the palace servants, I guess, start to whisper too. I think everybody's putting two two together that Matt's planning on leaving. Um oh, yeah. and they're all watching like, let's see what this foolish man does. Because what's going to be even more exciting is when he tries and she catches him. Like they're just <laughs> watching the drama. Like they, they, they're it's their show. Yeah, but that at the same time, wants this rumor to keep going on, just because he doesn't want Thailand to be blamed for the disappearance of the Demone, and he wants his him to be solely blamed for it. So he's like, yeah, let him, let him talk, let him, let him know that I'm leaving, and when the Demone disappear, I'll be gone too. Doesn't matter. Yep. Yep. Um. So Matt then meets with Tom and Jolyn to discuss their escape uh, a couple of, uh, over some nights. Uh, one night, Beslin listens and declares he wants to help. Uh, suggests an uprising as a distraction. 
uh, and one of, of course, he's happy to provide that. And Matt's like, please don't. <laughs> Like, that's not what we need. It's, I feel like Beslin's the wild card, you know, from It's Always Sunny. He's, he's Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Like, he's like, all right, I had this plan. We're going to be really sneaky about everything. He's like, how about we just start things with fire? It was like, no, no, Beslin, let's not do that. Let's, (laughs) you will only cause us 10 times the problems by doing that. So, why? Why? He's over in the corner with a lighter, just trying to light something. Yeah, like, every step of the plan. So we're going to do this. And then he goes, and then I'll blow up. No, no then you no, don't. Oh, okay, no. okay. Next step. And that's when I blow up. No. <laughs> but that's we're like not doing that. Thing, right? You fight your way out of everything. Yeah. You fight for your honor. You fight to take somebody else's honor. You you fight for a wife. You fight your wife for a wife. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, you try to usurp your mom. Yeah. I and tried then, until she flew over the dining room table. Yeah. And, and then when I knew gets, I'd made a mistake. We also get some information here from Julian where uh, he says, you know, he learns that one, the demoni are not guarded at night, which is kind of seems like a really lapse in judgment. Yeah. Like, that's weird. It's weird. Like, but I mean, there was a, a clear point made. Like, most of them would go back anyway. Yeah. Most of them would tell, they would snitch. Like, sure. Matt's trying to wrap his mind around how to get three people out of a place where there are hundreds that would, you know, cry an alarm. Yeah. So, and then Tom also learns that a bl- some of the blood can take a demonic out of the city with no questions asked. Um, they'll yeah, sort of needed an order signed and sealed by the blood, a high officer or, ca- or captain. Yeah. So, uh, Tom's prepared to forge a signature and a seal and get out of the city. So, Tom's good at that stuff. He's good yeah. at the days tomorrow and faking stuff out. So he's like, yeah, I'll do that. Not a problem. So, Rand, do you think they're going to succeed? Um, well, I mean, considering there's another four books, um, <laughs> some, something happens. I can tell you that. I mean, there's only another four books. I mean, you can right. tell. I mean, yeah, but that's, you know, they're, they're, they're getting close. You're getting close to some sort of resolution on, on this. Okay. What other resolutions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we've been well, told in the end that we're gonna be left with a question mark, possibly, maybe, yeah. or not. <clears throat> so, or not. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Very helpful. It's gonna be do about get, a guy that's kind of tall, kind of short. Uh, who has I, who? Who? <laughs> that means she's have definitely. You, you haven't back. read the books yet. I know. We're no, good. I haven't. I haven't read the books. Exactly. I have no idea what's gonna happen. I okay. um I keep confusing all these characters too. There's there's way too many. No, that's easy to do. So yeah, well, I'm talking about yeah. the the blue from the beginning, the one that turned three times her size, and everybody's looking up her dress and that one. Yeah, I mean, I always oh, get confused with with, with Faolin and failing and. Fa- fa- <laughs> I didn't realize it was from FIFA. Right? I mean, there's, there's, there's like 64 Aesodai's name starting with S. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why is that a thing? Yeah. That there's, you know, one, one letter is different in six of these women's <laughs> names. Like, I mean, Robert, Robert was out of his mind. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's change the letter. That'll make it different. But I think, um, I think what's really interesting in, in, in this, like, like you guys said, I mean, and not to go too far back, but I think the thing with Beslin is important because, like, I mean, he he's not happy with what's happening to his city. Like, I mean, it's, it's his home. And, and, you know, I know, like, Matt kind of plays it off or, like, you guys were saying, like, he's the Charlie 
just trying to you know cause ruckus when mm-hmm. it's not necessary. But at the same time, I mean, this guy is is like he he wants things to change. He's not happy with these sure. people that have taken over his city and what they're doing and and how they're treating people. And so, I mean, yeah, it's probably <laughs> way too extreme for for you know Matt's plan and what he's trying to do. But at the same time, I mean, I think it's legitimate that that like he wants something to change. And he's got, you know, a group of dudes that are ready to just, like, start the fires and and, and blow the stuff up. So, I mean, um, there's there's layers to that. You know what I mean? There's layers to their escape plan. There's layers to what's going on in the city. Um, like like Chris was saying, like, you've got, you know, hundreds of these women locked up. And and majority of them are happy to be there. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. such a weird dynamic. And... and um, a lot yeah. of moving parts, so it's yeah. uh, it, it's. It, I thought these two uh, chapters really start to show you who Matt is becoming and how he's thinking, but at the same time, it, it's trying to give you what a little more nuance to what's actually happening in the city. Because again, it's this is you know, it's it's not your everyday thing that these people came across the ocean to kind of just like, hey, hey, we we own shit now. Like this is this is our place now. So right, yeah, it's uh, yeah. there's a lot happening. Sure. Yeah, um, and while all this is happening, every single night, the Golem is still killing people. In fact, to the point that the Seekers now ordered extra guards in the street. They're trying to catch the killer because they have this, you know, this is rogue killer out there and they want to catch him. They think it's a person, obviously. Um, but it's going to make things harder for Matt. Matt realizes because there's more patrols, more people out looking for. So trying to escape undetected is going to be a lot harder. Um and we end the chapter with Julian coming in saying he's acquired two dresses and an item. So good news. Step one ish done. <laughs> I, I was going to save this for the end, but it, it's just as appropriate here. And I won't have to talk about the next chapter too much. <clears throat> uh, Robert Jordan, we've talked about his military experience. Um, we know the influences Matt has on him now from his past versions or whatever's going on here he has a strong military mind for strategy, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Uh, in today's world, we call it MDMP, the military decision-making process. And in Jordan's time, the doctrine now for MDMP wasn't really in place, not the way it is today, but something very similar was. And I've seen it more and more in Matt. He definitely applies that to every situation he has a once he settles on a specific outcome, whatever the actual mission is, he could focus just on that. So Matt's not thinking about big picture of how to save the world and fight the last battle right now. Right now, he's like, all right, in order for us to be able to move on with our lives, we got to get out of here. So he sets the mission. We got to leave. And then he sets the timetable. All right, this is our window. It has to happen here and just gathers what info he can, makes the best decision, uses people to the best of their abilities to like get X, Y, Z. But all along the way, like he's wide open for any new bits of information or any new intel or any new changes might totally negate one course of action or introduce a whole new one. Uh, anyways, it's very efficient uh, military decision making. It doesn't always apply to real life because in the military, sometimes you have to make rush decisions and you, you know you're basing it off of incomplete information. But you just have to be confident to decide on with what you know at the time. But you're also always ready to like implement new plans if things change. And these two chapters, it really stood out to be that Matt was doing that. And obviously Jordan probably intentionally 
either used his own experience or researched, you know, how is this done on the fly in battle? But yeah. you, you see it here. So, yeah. And sometimes they don't actually think out their decision making that much mil military wise. I mean, I go back to the it depends how much time you got. But I go back to like even peacetime decisions. Like back in the Navy, there was literally mutinies and riots in the Navy, U.S. Navy, very early on when they got rid of rum rations and went to coffee rations instead. And that's why it's called a cup of Joe. It's because as Joseph somebody was the admiral, um, and they called a cup of Joe because he was the admiral who got rid of rum rations, took away their alcohol. Uh, didn't really think. Through that one, because it definitely put this Navy back a little. I mean, I guess in the long run it worked out, but uh, short run, hmm. <laughs> there was a lot of <laughs> a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, the the Navy's unique in many ways, and I won't. I'm, I'm not going to make jokes on them. People might take it the wrong way. I love all of our branches of military. I just enjoy joking on people that are not Army because I'm Army. Uh, <laughs> but the Navy is unique, and they need to be because they are so isolated uh, when they're out on their deployment for months like, right yeah. it's it's the only branch le that's left that still has a huge division between the officer's wardroom and then the chief's mess and then the lower enlisted and you have to have that division in that type of environment yeah. um the rest of the military yes you know there's there's still a you know you don't fraternize between the the levels yeah. of ranks and whatnot but it's not as strict as the navy and for good reason sure. so yeah they got a yeah. different history when, when when they get back from deployment they go hard uh we we i mean at least it, all three of us grew up really close to norfolk yeah. uh and norfolk is the course of the eastern uh, atlantic fleet for the navy so lots of aircraft carriers lots of submarines lots of destroyers lots of cruisers lots of everything it's a big big navy base and when yeah. some of those ships come in after deployment they when would it's a full battle group they would literally shut down sections of the city and let the sailors go destroy it uh because they just come back you, you can't control it all it's just you can't control nutty <laughs> yeah. get everyone out of there and let them go destroy the bar and have fun <laughs> like <it's>, yeah <laughs> and all the locals stay away from norfolk when the big ship comes in everybody knows and we um yeah, uh, yeah. We, we not going downtown that weekend the locals don't nope. go anywhere close to downtown <laughs> this weekend <laughs> and if you're not sure when that's going to happen when you start seeing the used card lots like advertised you know come here we'll finance you for 27 percent interest you're like oh somebody must be coming back from deployment <laughs> they're about, they about to get them yeah guys you ready for the next chapter chapter 29 anything yes. from 28 you want to talk about before we move on no okay Cool. I want to know why I say positive things about the military decision-making process and how it relates to Matt in these couple of chapters. And then you're like, now's the time to give the military a little. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I they're love... going to make decisions and they like to party. <laughs> uh, I do want to bring to attention, uh, to our attention um, because it was brought up in chat, the shift in Matt's focus. He's very quickly went from I hate all I to die to eh, okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can help a few. Yeah. Matt's a big softy. We'll leave it at that. We already knew that, but even more so. He's he's definitely being yeah. pigeonholed into some of it, but at yeah. the same time, he's got a good heart. I can't at one point we thought maybe he would become the bad guy. I no, nah, it just won't happen. Yeah, I, I'm just 
to, to Ozzy's point, yeah, respect all those served. Of course, I, I do. I was I almost joined the Navy once when I was in Singapore. I mean, uh, literally, I, uh, I was in Singapore and uh, pressed was, into it. Yeah, get, getting pressed. Uh, um, I was in Singapore partying and a helicopter carrier came in with half Marines, half Navy guys, and they had shore leave. And they're supposed to have three days. And they came to the bars. I started drinking with them, having fun. And then shore patrol came by and started rounding everybody up because they had a, they, they I guess they had done whatever they were doing in port and they're gonna ship out early. So they're going around to all the bars, literally in vans, and just rounding up drunk sailors to put them back on the boat. And I was drunk with them, and they thought it'd be hilarious just to tell shore patrol that he's that I'm with them. So yeah. next thing I know, I'm trying to argue with an MP, uh, military police and shore patrol, like that I am not, I'm a civilian, and they're like, sure you are, and like grab me, throw me in a van. So that's the time I almost joined the Navy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I was joking about getting pressed into service and you you literally almost did. Almost did, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I probably wouldn't make it to the pier. I mean, they would have I would have gone with them and then waited and be like, ah, ah, so are you discharging me? Yeah. Honorably? Where's my 214? <laughs> Where do I submit my claim for the VA? Because you were yeah. on my back. Exactly. <laughs> I can just see the next morning, you know, when they, you know, if I'm on the ship and the you know, one of the one of the enlisted guys goes up to their CEO, it's like, listen, man, we fucked up. <laughs> so that guy over there, yeah. We don't know what to do with him. Now. We don't know what to do with him now. <laughs> Sir, we have one extra person on the boat. I we don't know. That's perfect. Uh, so if, if anybody was thinking that listening or in the in the chat section or whatever, I don't know if I got to finish my comment. I was half joking on Alan, but I was going to finish with, but that's the absolute truth. Uh, the, the, the best leaders I've had uh, work hard, play hard mentality. They're fantastic. What they do when it's party time is party time. Matt actually represents this really well. When push comes to shove, dude can act and react and uh, plan like the best of them. Uh, but when it's party time, I'd want to party with Matt out of any of the characters we've run into so far. That's oh yeah. If I got invited, I would go to Matt's party. Yeah, I think that's most most people's answer. Uh, yeah, I mean up to this point and and beyond. Yeah, you know Matt Matt is really starting to again no spoilers, but Matt is really starting to come into his own. You know, in this book, the next book, you're really sure. going to start to see um, why he's a lot of people's favorite character. How would you think about sure. loyal in the next book? We're not even done this book. Yeah. <laughs> what are the names of Loyal's children? I have no idea. I don't. Does he have kids? He doesn't have kids. <laughs> anyway, um. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another plan, chapter 29. Um, so Matt is in and the And another one. And another one. DJ Kelly. Um, so Matt is in the basement of the Wandering Woman. Um, and there, there, um, there's some argument going on. There's Isodized there. You got Jolene, uh, Berlick. Jolene. And there's some argument about, you know, testing out the, the item and wearing it. And, you know, there's Matt's like, do you want to get out? Do you want to get out? Yes or no? 
just answer me. They're like, we don't even know how to open it. He's like, I do. They're like, how? Shh, shh, don't ask questions. <laughs> Give me your Yeah, bag. but then he, he, he does, and he's sort of a little pissed that nobody... <laughs> Nobody appreciates how how quickly he got it done, even though he he literally spent hours <laughs> trying to do it earlier. Yep. So I mean, it's it's those kind of things. <clears throat> excuse me. That, <clears throat> like I said, in the next you know next couple chapters, next couple books, you really start to see this playfulness with Matt. Is you know even in serious situations, he's still a bit of an ass. Like he's he's mm-hmm. he's got a funny side to him. He's got a serious side to him. He's got you know a, a brilliant military mind at the same time yeah. he's, you know looking at women and and <clears throat> we're thinking about gambling and like he's it's it's a really interesting um <clears throat> dynamic that that jordan built with with his character and and, and again you're really starting to see it in in, in this book and he's and he's coming up shortly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and this um, after all this argument and this little testing out thing um this is the first part of the plan. The original plan kind of falls apart. You know, Matt learns that Satel's husband and the rest of the kin, they already left Ebidar on their fishing boats. And that was kind of part of his plan was, I guess it was a fallback plan, but kind of a plan was maybe his way out. But they also had Luca as another way out, but he's not sure if he's convinced him. He's like, I have all these options, but they're slowly starting to fall apart as far as my ways of getting out of this city. Well, I mean, with the boat, he's like, damn, I didn't think it would work, but it worked like that's really yeah. his reaction was right. just like like i i thought about doing it she put it into action well before i could because of mm-hmm. course that was the whole thing like she's like yeah i'm getting my whole family out of here he's like i don't have room for all these people i don't have patience <laughs> for it we need to figure this out without her she's like oh no they're all gone already like we're the ones left behind like i'm here to help you like i you thought I was going to come with you and bring my family with you? That's crazy, because she's coming looking for you. Like, the queen wants her little piglet back. Like, you are bacon if you get caught. <laughs> yeah. So, nah. Yeah. Yeah, no channelers in the boat, too. Yeah. No, right. I'll, I'll, I'll Helps them get away. Helps them get away. So, I'll add here, anybody that was tracking the MDMP comments earlier, note, <clears throat> Matt is tracking multiple courses of action simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So when one falls apart, okay, you can have a half a second of disappointment, but you just roll right into the other courses of action that are available. Like, right. all right, how do I make this work now? You know, and he even to Chris's point uses an opportunity for a little, little ego boost, be like, okay, this has been taken away from me, but how cool is it that had yeah. we gone that route, it might've worked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like right. the way my brain cells are working. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, Matt goes to leave the end, but, Pretty much as soon as he walks outside, he runs into a doobie bell doorman. Just <laughs> he's like, now we're going back to the end. Come on, we need to talk. He didn't even run into him. He's just like walking, and then all of a sudden, this big massive hand grabs him on the shoulder. He's like, "Hey, yeah. boo." Hey, boo. He's like, "Boo." I know you. He's like, you, you, remember you. "You remember me? You remember me?" <laughs> he's like, I, "I don't know you." He's Do like, I owe you? Money? I got a little bit more hair, but. And then he goes into the why. And yeah, he's like, You're on my ship once. He's like, Oh, yeah, it was really foggy. I was kind of hung up the entire time. This dagger thing is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that was also when he had like bits and pieces of other men in his mind. So, like, yeah, there's no understanding there. But Bale's like, Well, I remember you and others. So, yeah, you're coming with me. Yeah. 
So they go back in uh, to the water room to speak with Aginan, who um, Matt bum, is really bum, take, bum. taken back by the whole interactions between Bill Doman and Aginan. At the same time, everyone's taken back by the way that Matt talks to Aginan because Matt's just like, I give zero I Fs. It. I give zero Fs. I know I'm supposed to sit when talking to, but I'm like, I don't Stay. time for this. Listen, I got questions. And finally, Aginan's like, this guy asks way too much questions. He's out. He's not part of our plan. Bill <laughs> like, Doman's like, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. You hear him out he needs to be part of our plan and they and tell him everything because he's safe to know everything we rushed through okay. so much goodness to get talk. to that point talk and maybe it's just because i got on this mindset of loving the way matt was going about business that like i enjoyed every bit of this um but Matt keeps looking for more opportunities. He knows he's running out of time. He has a rough plan, but everywhere he looks, he's taking in the sites, taking in the new people. He runs into Bale Doman. He's like, all right, this is an obstacle I need to get around. He tries. Bale's like, nope, you got to come in, da, da 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 this, that, and the other. And he's like, well, okay, where's the opportunity here? And he comes up with a plan. He's like, well, I'm going to get him shit-faced and get him talking, and I'm going to find out more information. He, he tries to find every opportunity he can to gain more knowledge to make his plants more successful. Uh, but he doesn't get discouraged. Like, immediately he goes in and meets Aginan. And instead of being like, oh, I was so effing wrong, he pauses for a moment, listens for a moment, and him talking like so – flipping and, and being coy with her and everything. I, I think it was calculated. Mm -hmm. I don't think this was Matt being reckless and F you, I talk to people however I want. I think there was a pause and a reading of the room and there was some calculation. Oh, yeah, and he was like, now nah, hold up. Now they're talking to me and they're asking me about X, Y, Z. Mm. And, and through that, you got, prob you got big problems mm -hmm. and you need me. Mm -hmm. You might need me more than I need you, but you don't know how much I need you. Mm -hmm. I'm in the driver's seat. Yeah. And I think he did that that really quick and kudos to him. So I was this was a very exciting scene leading up to this. And when 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 it got to the point of where you were at, Alan, of Bale Dillman, go just just tell him. Well, there's the excitement from the Wheel of Time reader of going, Oh, somebody insisting on good communication. Yes, maybe this is it. <laughs> uh so there was that. And then it was also like, man, like even even Bale Doman sees it in him. Right. Like this Matt's now their best chance. Yeah. And I, I love this scene too. Cause Bale Doman's then like, yeah, she knows Tom and Julian already. And he's like, they do what? And friends with naive and Elaine. And he's like, it, it immediately clicks from Matt. Matt goes to two together. He's like, the seekers yep. are after you. Yep. <laughs> like it's exactly. clicks. Like he's like, you yeah, need you know my I, help. You need yep. my help. <laughs> <laughs> And no, no, your timetable is no good. We need to leave now. <laughs> and she said, well, right perhaps that's uh, prudent to blah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go confirm your story with my people. I'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> but now they have someone of the blood, even if it's lower blood, it's still some of the blood that's pieces are starting now to fall in where they're beginning the chapter. They're kind of falling apart. Now there's yeah. new information. I guess going from Ian's points come in and he's able to use that to things are starting to look up. Yeah. Um, so Matt runs back to the Tarson Palace to let Tom and Julian know the good news. Um, Tom and Julian let Matt know that Doman and Aginan, um, and about the male Adam and Tanchico and how they're all interconnected. Um, and uh, they tell Matt that Doman Aginan can be trusted as well. So uh, and there's like, yep, we're gonna we're gonna escape the next night. That's the plan. 
There was um, the course question mark, though. How did she rise to where she's at? Hmm. Once they figure that out, their opinions may change. I don't know. Possibly. Well, probably. That's significant information. People, Different people are going to take that differently. I see Tom being forgiven just because Tom would have done the same thing if he was not predicament. Yep, I was thinking the same thing. Um, also thought it was neat. So again, I'm relating this to my own experience. There's um, certain intel we've we've gotten, and even in the civil affairs world, it's not our job to gather intel, but inevitably we come across information, and and then we we share it to the people that need to deal with that. And but there's always questions of the integrity of the intelligence, and you know how much you trust it, and you find ways to relate it, and and that's uh, what Tom did well. You know, I think so. I, you know, I did, but I definitely think Nynaeve liked her and trusted her. I know Elaine did. So um, it doesn't ex directly answer the question, but it's something that's, these are relationships that are relatable to Matt uh, and helps give some weight to the level of how much do we care about this person? Uh, how much do we trust this person? Mm -hmm. So, and anyways, I don't really know where I'm going with that other than this is all very, a, a relatable transaction. Mm -hmm. yeah definitely so yeah they make the plan next night we're going to escape um and matt goes to spend the night actually in thailand's quarters one last time but he also takes his medal up make sure he has medallion just in case the golem shows up he's mm -hmm. half terrified because thinks the golem might come for him but he's like well if it does i'm ready i'll take him out again ish ready ish ish <laughs> yeah. best i can be mm -hmm. Uh, but he starts worrying about, you know, what could go wrong and things like that. So he's still running through all the different scenarios and trying to figure out, you know, where, where am I missing something? What, what are the, where, where are the holes? Yeah. Where are the holes? Yeah. Uh, which is good. I mean, it's, it's, it's game of chess. So um, trying to figure out, you know, you make a plan. It's a good solid plan, but you have to keep on looking at, at where your weaknesses are and, and, and make sure that you don't fall into a trap somehow. Cause that mm. happens all the time. My, my, uh, my name for the night, if y'all are listening, not watching, it's always have a plan D. Uh, and that's funny for a couple of things. One, that's uh, plan Domen, Bale Domen, because that was their plan D this time. But also, mm -hmm. you know, there's we, we plan so much. And then, you know, you go into battle, you go into any situation and plan A goes right out the window, sometimes immediately. Sometimes every way that you think it's going to go, you have this perfect fine. plan. Just and then the first thing the other person says, or the first thing the other person does, it immediately clicks. This interaction is not going the way I planned. Plan A is right out the window. And so you quickly try to formulate a plan B and C. And, and, and D is generally about where you start actually implementing <laughs> a real plan. If things go really well, plan D is the one that you use. But even then, sometimes it's H-I-J-K. And, and sometimes you use the plan a. and sometimes you use the plan b and then have to use <laughs> i mean you use plan d yeah. and have to use plan b after too much d i can either confirm or deny any such thing has ever happened or you make it all the way out to plan v <laughs> like alan <laughs> uh, i don't know why she asked you i would have drove her uh, you know, <laughs> we're not even going to go there. Uh, that's why I have kids. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and that's, so that's how it happened. Okay. Learning new things about everything. 
Uh, Iris, there's no such thing as too much D. <laughs> I don't know. My wife. Never mind. I'm going to overshare and then we get in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the door comes flying open. <laughs> uh, good times. Um, anything, Rand, you know, you have, add, get away with it, add to, have to add or questions you want to ask? Or? Um, so I, I do have a question, but I just, I just wanted to kind of, I mean, I, I think it's pretty obvious, but like, are you starting to see, you know, for Ian and if Ian and Chris, like, are you starting to see where, yes, he's he's got this brilliant mind or you know way of planning things. Keep, of looking keep at telling things. us, yeah, he's a, he's a tactician for sure. He is, but he's also the luckiest son of a bitch in the world. Like, I mean, has agreed like this because like, he created oh, all sure. of these plans, and all of a sudden, a plan came up and grabbed him. Right, and that's behind. that's kind of, and I think that's a bigger thing that Jordan yeah, has the feel really... when big hands grab you from behind. <laughs> so, uh, like regular like, bar soap or lucky? powdered soap, because there's a difference. <laughs> like if I were to come up and grab that you, powdered from behind, soap can't get picked up so quick. No, um, I had a drill sergeant that spent the entire time through basic training talking about getting lucky, getting lucky. You got lucky. Hit all the time, 40 out of 40 at the range, got lucky. Uh, you know, opportunity to throw a grenade, it's lucky day, da 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 da. And and towards the end, one of the final weeks, like he sat us down talking about luck and how luck has defined his career. And he, anyways, at the end, he got into what he believes luck is. And when he says getting lucky, he talks about when preparation meets, meets opportunity mm. and that. It luck isn't just you sit around and shit falls in your lap. And that is not what Matt's doing. I don't want people to hear us say Matt is a lucky son of a bitch and he just sits there and waits and stuff comes to him. It it almost seems that way. But he's running around, not really the chicken with his head cut off. It's more like uh the duck that looks calm on top on top of the water, but paddling like a motherfucker underneath. Mm-hmm. He's working. And maybe it's not his plan A, B, C, or D. Maybe eventually something boom luck comes his way and maybe it's the devereness that's fine but i don't i don't believe that the luck is so absolute the random luck is so absolute that if he sat around did nothing that these things would come to him agreed now if we go a book from now and literally he's just laying around sleeping with every chick that he wants and like gold just falls into his coffers and like he doesn't have to do anything and everything works out for him maybe i will take this back Mm-hmm. But uh, just because what he gets isn't exactly what he's working for, maybe it's even better. It doesn't mean he ain't working. And I think that working portion is important. It's where the preparation meets the opportunity. If he wasn't ready for this opportunity that's presented itself, then it ain't luck. It's it, it's unlucky if you ain't ready to receive it. Agreed. They talk about luck in this chapter too, about the coin flip, don't they? Yeah. And it landed on the land on the edge. Yeah, how many times? Five times. They gave up, and then he, then he just walked away from it. Yeah, <laughs> it's still sitting there. I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, any more questions or anything else you want to add, Rand? And then the one, the one question I did have is: is so, so, what do you guys? How do you guys see this plan working out? I mean, since you haven't, you know, gotten through it yet, and you haven't seen this whole thing in action like you know he, he's mentioned luca a couple of times i mean so do you guys have an idea what he's thinking and and how this plays out or do you have a, a hope for it i mean all right it, go ahead yeah. i mean first 
is the question, what would I like to happen or what do I truly think is going to happen? I just want to clarify. Both. Well, I, I take both. I take both. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see in their exit, I'd like to see the Gollum vanquished more than anything. Mm. Uh, so somewhere in the exit, a final battle um, that I don't know that Matt can win on his own. Who's going to help him? I don't know. Mm, I would like to see him skedaddle with Bail Doman on whose boat. God, this is like Clue. I got the weapon and the person. I don't know what room they in. <laughs> uh, maybe the golem goes after, is it Luca? Will mm -hmm. Matt get away? <laughs> Will Matt get away? I think so. Yeah. So, I, but I'm I also, right there along the I, same I also don't want I don't want him I want I don't want him to get away from his woman either. His future woman, daughter of the nine moons. She keeps okay. watching him. She's watching. Maybe she's the one. Relax. Maybe the golem kills Luca and you know the boat sinks and they're like, fuck, what are we gonna do? And then she goes, Come with me. And then everybody goes with her now. Like, who mm. I don't know. She wouldn't have to do that. She just pulled the veil off. All of a sudden, she becomes the empress of the world, and she's like, You shall she not. She ain't there yet. You shall not. She ain't there yet. No, she's gonna take it off from Matt. She's gonna be there. But yeah, she ain't there yet. My dog. I, don't, I in no way answered your question. I don't know how to get. No, yeah, I think you did. From where I think we're at where we want to really be. I, I think, you know, to summarize what you said, I think we believe the same thing. We would like to see Matt get away. The how Matt is gonna get away is is the question. Um, and is the Gullum gonna die or is he going to stick around for a little while? Is the next question. And I can see the Gullum hanging out for a minute. I think he's gonna last another book or two. Um we we know Matt's original idea was escaping with Luca, but clearly there's a better one. Like maybe maybe you do get a boat. Maybe, maybe we get out sooner. Maybe they do go with Luca. Um I think the going with Luca is probably a horrible idea because it's gonna draw a lot of attention, but you know, at the same time, why not hide in the obvious spot? Um, I'm thinking now, what if, see, now I'm back to Matt battling the golem. What if Matt actually does take out the golem, either all by himself with a little bit of help? And that's when clearly the peaker, daughter of the nine moons, who he thought wasn't watching, was watching the whole thing. And that's when she she's finally like, okay, hmm, I've read the tea leaves enough and I've seen what I've seen. <laughs> And this, he will be mine. Oh, yes, he will be mine. And then Matt is not able to escape now because she scoops him in. So you, you don't think they're going to become best friends? Like someone like DK Moon said, you know, that he just needs friends. Good Gollum. And no, I think Gollum needs to die. And I think, like, his, I think his death is going to be used. Like, If you could sleep with any guy, who would it be? John Stamos. <laughs> well, yeah. Did we become best friends? Yep. <laughs> I think it. Okay. Anyway, Good we'll deal. see. All but right. see, in that in that in that scenario, though, I'd still want everybody else to be able to get away. But then that means now Matt is getting separated from Tom and Julian and everybody else. So, because I want Matt's plan to be successful to help these eyes that I get away. That's the big thing, and to help the uh, who's the owner of the Wandering Woman, Sadel. Yeah, Sadel. Who's like, yeah, I'm ready to piece the fuck out too. Like, so mm -hmm. these people are all putting it on the line to leave by trying to leave. They're, they're putting themselves at risk. So I want them to be able to get out. Mm -hmm. I feel like Matt ha is at risk between trying to fend off the golem. And we're not just going to casually walk away from the dollar to nine moons. I, I don't see how that happens. 
maybe Matt gets separated from the party in order to help save them, and then he's off on some other adventure on his own. Yeah. I don't know. I can see that. I've so. been wrong before. <laughs> nah. Okay. Cool. Um, anything else before do your favorite character from this? Matt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw that one coming, but yeah, Matt. No, no nothing <laughs> else. Matt, who, who's yours? Chris? Favorite character? You know what? I really do like Bill Doman. I do be Bill Doman. I do be Bill. Yeah. Because you straight allude, to the point. You alluded to way back almost four years ago now, not to forget certain people. And yeah. right when you need them, Bill Doman is like, hey, hi, you remember me? And I'm like, damn, I do remember you. <laughs> this is convenient. Taviran. Taviran. I'll, I'll, give it to, I'll give it to uh, Bessler for being the wild card and trying to set things on fire because I just like that. <laughs> and that's a serious yeah. answer, too. Like, I just, it's not so bad. It. I'm not even mad at him for feeling that way. For him, this is very personal. This is his hometown. Yeah, uh-huh. it I, is. Yeah. I get it. Ooh, so, uh, Zul said, uh, Satel. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, that's well, a good one. Yeah, that's, good. that's like, for, for him, like, I've, I've had to escape Portsmouth before. But I've never had to defend Portsmouth. You know what I mean? I didn't care the condition of Portsmouth when I left. I just needed to get out of there. He cares about Portsmouth being yeah. okay. I don't. Portsmouth's not okay. <laughs> I just needed to go there's, home. There's nothing good about Portsmouth. And he's like, my mama from Portsmouth, my daddy from Portsmouth. <laughs> And I'm like, nah, I just we need uh, to go. We all yeah. need to leave now. I was so worried one time. We I think it was me and you guys. I, I got super drunk in Portsmouth. And I think we Ubered a taxi right back home. And I woke up the next morning not remembering. I was like, I left my car in Portsmouth. It's gonna be gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's stolen. <laughs> like, there's no way. Where at? I know the general vicinity. Well, We've got a few blocks to check. Cover. Yeah. It's like it's somewhere in Portsmouth. This is not good. If anybody doesn't know about Portsmouth, Virginia, it is an interesting experience. Uh, mm-hmm. If you ever want to, um, there are, I know this now, there are actually some very nice neighborhoods in Portsmouth. There are, they're hidden, and you have right. to go like weird places. Go to straight to them and then leave. <laughs> and leave. Careful what turns you make. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, interesting little town. If anybody's Navy, they know about Portsmouth. <laughs> If they station in Norfolk, you know not to go there unless you have to go there for the naval shipyard. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah. Um, mm-hmm. next time we'll be doing three chapters. Big three. Uh, we're doing cold fat raindrops. The best kind. No. Mm-hmm. no. Okay. What the elephant said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daughter of the Nine Moons, and then a portion of wisdom, just a just a portion, just a portion. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. Yep, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a little dabble, do you? Yep. So 30, 31, 32. Excellent. I'm excited. Yeah, and then after that, we'll finish the book. Which I'm not sure what day we're gonna do that on because the nineteenth looks like it's not a good day for this. <laughs> so um, you do the day after Christmas. Yeah. I can do that. Okay. All right. 26. Yep. Yeah. We're traveling. Okay. We will be in Virginia on the 15th, and then we're traveling back the 19th. Okay. So. Okay. Sorry, guys. That's good. We'll, we'll take our Christmas. We'll take our Christmas break uh, 
not next week, but the week after, and then the day after Christmas. Because <laughs> I have to work the 26th, so I'll definitely be ready. Same. For I know. But then I'm off for like a week after that, so. Yeah, exactly. I wish okay. next year, guys. Yeah. So, any more thoughts before? We're almost at the end of this book, and again, I still feel no more resolved than I did the last two recordings. Like, this book realist, really does feel like it's just going to be left on major cliffhangers. Okay. This book and the last book, really. Oh, last book, yeah. The end of the last book was... I yeah. feel like at, at the end of this book, somebody's either going to die or come close to it, or... We're gonna be on the road, like Matt's gonna be on the road, like, and he finally got away, and dot dot dot. Till next time. It seemed like the end of the original Hulk series, where he's just hitchhiking <laughs> on the road by himself. Just... Yeah, <laughs> the sad music plays. Sopranos just fade to black. But what happened? Uh, Chris, uh, am am I like strange and weird in that I kind of. Either like something really significant needs to happen, or a major character needs to die. Why do I want that? Is I do I need to bring that up in therapy? Towards the no, we are too close towards the end for it not to have happened yet. Mm-hmm. And we're if, figuring things. If out. everybody I mean, makes it towers, to the end, I don't know. The black like towers that. being run by a bad guy, and we know that you know Rand's pretty much getting himself set up for a trap. Like you know, he can't die because he's main character. But somebody around <coughs> him can sure die or come close to it. I, I love this comment right here. It says, if there's a cliffhanger, at least you don't have to wait years for the next book. They do have to wait months because we're not going to the next book next. We're going to the new spring. So, <laughs> got them. We, we get a little taste of the wait. Just a small, again, a little dabble, do you? We don't need the full wait. Anyways. Anyways. Good times. Well, thank you, Default Rand, for coming on our show. I hope you enjoyed your time with us. Uh, I definitely our- did. Thank you guys very much for uh, for having me on. It was a uh, was a lot of fun. I, I'm really looking forward for you guys to uh, get through these uh, next couple books. It's you're you're going to be pleasantly surprised with a lot of things. That's that's the best I can give you guys. I mean, there's uh, there's a, Yay, not a, lot, a lot that still needs to happen. There's a lot that still needs to happen, um, but it does, and that's that's the best thing I can yeah. uh, leave you guys with. Hey, yeah, well, let's say <laughs> things happen. Spoiler: things happen. I've never <laughs> felt so Miles, good. Miles like, spoilers. Look, you got to know there's multiple books, so there's been stuff that's happened up to this point, and I'm telling you, in these books coming up. There's going to be a few more things. And when you right, read it, exactly. it's going to be stuff you didn't know. But once you read it, now you know it. And you're going to and you feel so much better. have that yeah. knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. But the way you said it felt so good. As you're saying that, I'm like, yes, <laughs> I can't wait. I, I, I've done yeah, he's going to slip up a long time. So. Yeah. yeah. No, know, Chris, it, I'm not going to be anything, to get Chris. You're not, you're not getting anything. No, you're not getting yeah. anything out of me. Um, but it's try. I mean, well, Alan has my email. If you really want to know something, email me and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll fill you in the blanks. Um, but I'm, I right. might just, I might just give you like total bullshit and, and, and in two and a half years, I'll email you. In to see. Yeah. yeah. That's what um, Alan no, has accidentally let a couple things slip and to cover up, he'll just add a bunch of bullshit too. And then be like, you have to guess. I mean, I already told you guys which was real and which wasn't. I told you guys the ending. <laughs> Batman nukes Gotham well, I think, City. I think that's, and... 
<laughs> yeah, like I mean, it, you know, that's that's the whole something as big as this series is. I mean, it's you know, there's no way to like give you guys specific spoilers because like I could tell you something, and it really doesn't mean anything until you get through the parts that get you yeah, to that yeah. point. I mean. Yeah. You know, like but you, got, you gotta go along big, with the ride. Big big spoiler. Yeah, there's gonna the ride be so you a get last off. battle. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's oh no there's gonna be <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I mean, huge spoiler, but again, I mean what does that mean? How many people you're die? talking about Who something that still that still keeps me up at night? How are we going to do this? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about good, this for four years, luck. guys, and I have no idea how we're gonna do it still. I'm I'm just hoping that one of the you're other gonna go through, podcasts gets there yeah, first and see like how'd you guys do it? You're gonna go through and look at every single one of the people that have been on as a guest, and then you're gonna like have them on. It's like, all we right, need you a, get the first thirty minutes. You get the next thirty minutes. We need a a week long retreat, the three of us, and you can invite guests to visit each day if you want. Yeah. But we'll just listen to portions of it each day together live and pause as we need to to freak the fuck out. All right, more. Patient. And you just record everything, yeah, and then edit it how. You yeah, see I mean fit. the last battle is longer than Harry, the first book of Harry Potter, so it's uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's <laughs> it's long. It's a said. doozy. <sighs> That's what she said. Anyway, so how we can be found? Um, well, actually, more importantly, how default rank can be found is on Twitter. Uh, go type in that symbol right there if you're watching. If you're not watching, it's at default rand. Uh, go ahead, and if you don't, if you don't mind spoilers, or if you already finished the series, go ahead and follow them. Um, cause I know, I know you guys do spoilers sometimes and that's okay. Cause you guys can, um, if you don't want to, I don't recommend following anybody from Twitter time, not just you, anyone, <laughs> like it's just not a safe space, uh, uh, for, for, yeah. for that. Um, uh, there's, there's lots of things to get dropped all the time and references, but, um, yeah. So thank you again for coming on. How we can be found is at the wheelreads.com. It is our website, have links to everything there. You can watch or listen to our podcast directly from the website or whatever podcast platform you listen to find links to our discord server links to merchandise patreon all the things and all the social medias uh, everything that's out there so uh, pretty much just type in the wheel reads and you'll find us our handle is the wheel reads everywhere so uh, emails the wheel reads at gmail the wheel reads on twitter facebook everywhere so yeah just go follow us or find us somewhere uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, all those good things. Um, I have to mention that every time because the algorithms like those things. Uh, if you want to comment too, it's even better for the algorithm. Um, but yeah, like this episode on YouTube or whatever platform you're listening to on. Um, and yeah, write reviews. I like those too. Even bad ones. They're fun. Um, so yes, he reads them all and shares. I do. <laughs> I like them. And maybe that's what people don't give us reviews anymore because I share them all. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, that's all I got for this week. So until next time. Okay, bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.